Are you hearing some of these weird cracks that are really freaking me out a yep. couple times it's happened? I didn't, I didn't want to say anything. Okay, one of them happened over there, and then one of them just happened up on the ceiling, and like... At first I thought it was, you know, an old building that was just kind of settling. That was not... It was a very specific noise. It sounds almost as if you're moving the lights, and it's like the plastic, like... like somebody's moving stuff underneath. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's the daytime comedy club ghost, dude. Do you believe in ghosts? Man, I wish I did. Yeah. But I, I I just have a hard time with it. The camera starts levitating. Three forty nine? You say did is what? Is the number of the David. What what is three forty nine? What does that implicate? Uh, three four nine that's um when you draw this star. The three and the four and the nine? It's the steps. Is it steps? One. One. Two. Two. Three. Three. Four. Four. Nine. <laughs> then we, we did a big jump from four to nine, though. What did I, I'm um, not following exactly. That's how we count. So in uh, wherever I'm from. Okay. <laughs> so we're uh, probably over in Europe. Uh, welcome. Uh, going right into the Jeremiah Wonders program uh, with my friend and soon to be yours, uh, one of my favorite comedians who is working in the Texas scene right now. Uh, he has opened for me in multiple clubs. Uh, he is coming out soon on uh, one of the stand-up on the spots in Texas, and I'm very excited to introduce you to my friend, Joey Smith, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, everybody. Hope you're having a wonderful day, mm. and I'm excited to see you. Yes, it's good to be here. <laughs> Not really sure how long we'll really do this for. Yes, this voice can, I can feel it slipping. <laughs> but the problem with me as soon as I start to do these kind of voices is they don't want to leave me. Once I start doing the voice, it's like it's hard for me to stop doing it. Make sure you come to the Jeremiah Watkins rally at... <laughs> <laughs> there will be no rally talk on this podcast. I do not know what that means. Also... No. <clears throat> How are you, dude? I am great, man. Thanks for having me. I'm very stoked to be here. Yeah, dude. We're on the road. So right now we are in Hyenas Comedy Club. Uh, we're here during the day before the shows. And Joey was nice enough to guest on the pod while I'm on the road. Um, I'm on the road a crazy amount right now. So uh, I'll probably be doing a couple podcasts on the road right now. Figured we would... Um, <laughs> we're sitting in an empty comedy club. It's almost kind of eerie being in a comedy club during the day. Yeah, it's you're not supposed to be here. This is no. This is like yeah. When the ghosts are like spirits are resting. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Now, right now they they don't like being disturbed. No, and we're gonna start seeing orange email cards flying around. <laughs> Drink specials. Ooh, <laughs> the Holy Ghost special. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a ranch water. <laughs> yeah, sometimes uh, I don't think this club uh, is doing it, but sometimes I think I've talked to you about this uh, that. There will be like it's the Jeremiah Watkins special, or uh, and it's like some drink that is super heavy in alcohol, like a Long Island <laughs> iced tea or something mm-hmm. like that. And I'm like, did you guys not do any research on? I don't even drink at all, and you're naming drink specials after me at the club. I like, th- do like a chicken wing order or something, <laughs> like something that I actually like. <laughs> I feel like a great Jeremiah Watkins like uh, drink special would be like a Capri Sun. 
Dude. Like, we normally don't carry these, but Jeremiah's in town, and we got the Capri Suns. Um, y'all, we got some Yoo-Hoo's <laughs> that are chilling in the freezer right now. So if you want a Yoo-Hoo milkshake, then that is one of the Jeremiah Watkins specials. And here's what's special about the Yoo-Hoo's, y'all, is there's no dairy in them. So you can be lactodes intolerance, and you can still drink them. Did you just say lactodes? Yeah, Frogs that are not allowed <laughs> to drink milk? And toddler ants. Oh, toddler ants. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Yeah, I'm into that. <laughs> you you ever watch National Geographic because it's kind of a loophole to porn? You know what I mean? My grandma used to do that where she'd be watching monkeys have sex and stuff like that. And it felt more like a loophole to her, like, you know, having those sexual feelings and urges. Like, she wasn't looking at full-blown porn, but she was watching the animals have a good time. So, therefore, she might have been having a good time. I feel like people who do that and they're like, no, it's it's nature. They're the same people that like have bad, uh, like wartime propaganda, and they're like, "No, it's history." Oh uh, yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah. It's like a no, bad exactly. label. <laughs> You're like that symbol is kind of graphic behind you. I'm like, nah, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's history. It's part of it's part of history. <laughs> and this is just nature. Mm-hmm. They do this in nature. <laughs> Guys, it's natural. It's natural geographic. That's the the name. Yeah, and after this, we're gonna learn about aliens on did, the same channel. Did you ever used to? Uh, uh, read uh, Reader's Digest. Do you remember that? Is that the yellow? Is no, it's the, that old school magazine kind of. Do you remember those at all? I don't think so. Maybe it was more. Uh, it was a national publication. Maybe it's slightly. Sl- How old are you? Twenty-seven. It might be right, right before. But it was my grandma who was super into it. So mm-hmm. you know what I mean. It might have been right before. Uh, right before your time. Hey, goodbye, day. But there were some people who I used to go to church with that, like, their big claim to fame was, "I'm a published. Uh, I got published in <laughs> Reader's Digest. Uh, so I'm a writer." And it would be like these, these very small things, but it, like they were super proud of it. It's a credit. It's a credit. Hey, man, you got to get your credits where you can. There's a there's a new open mic in Austin that's uh, live streamed on um, public access TV. Why would you ever, <laughs> ever live stream an open mic? That sounds like the worst idea ever. At like three in the morning on public access TV, and it's a credit. That's <laughs> a credit, guys. People use it. I haven't like seen anyone use it seriously, but people have been like, guys, it's on TV. Guys, it's technically. <laughs> This is what we're doing here. It, uh, if As soon as IMDb approves this, this is a, the real deal. We're going to put it on Amazon Prime, too. We're gonna. It's going to be $4,000 for an episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I would say, uh, Joey, that you are um, one of the staples of the San Antonio comedy scene. Would you agree with that? Uh, I don't know about I mean, uh, coming from, I mean, this is coming from an outsider. This is me looking in, coming from uh, somebody who visits town and... Uh, who kind of sees, uh, you know, who who um, who's working in the scene and mm-hmm. who's working hard and and who people respect and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. No, staple is a is a really strong term. I think uh, more so like the paperclip of the scene. You okay. Know what I mean? So it's like it's you're still barely re- holding it together. Yeah, yeah. I'm holding it together. If it becomes too much, I bail out. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, no. San Antonio. <laughs> this is stressful. I'm gonna bend. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're yeah. like, oh, this isn't what I signed up for. What's yeah, going on yeah, here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave then. If you yeah. Want. <laughs> um, yeah, no. There, there's not many of us. Uh, I would say realistically, like the amount of real working comics that there are in San Antonio is probably like 15, 20. 
uh, somewhere around there. And then a lot of us just left and moved to Austin. So, sure. so there, there's a good amount. I mean, Austin's crazy competitive, so it's nice to have San Antonio kind of in my back pocket. And so, yeah, what's that like right now? Because uh, would you consider, uh, you know, the big exodus to Austin? Did you move at the, the time when everybody was moving there or a little bit afterwards or... It was a little bit after that first wave of like everyone from Boston and California and kind of like they you know they had all kind of settled in and then I showed up. So yeah. it was it was already like all right, dude, we just fought all these people off and then now you're showing up and it's like, I was like I'm, I'm from down the street, man. What yeah. you like? <laughs> I'm practically neighbors with you. So give <laughs> cut me a little bit of slack here. Yeah. That's cool, dude. Uh so yeah, man, uh, I've been really uh impressed working with you over uh the last um few weekends that we've done and uh we've been having some good shows out here in in fort worth texas and for whatever reason i don't dude i hope that like this isn't like something that i'm attracting or if it's just something that is happening to me but like you've witnessed some pretty freaking rowdy shows recently it was i mean i'm not gonna lie to you i texted a couple people afterwards <laughs> <laughs> i was like dude you're not gonna believe what happened yeah but yeah. uh but no yeah it was uh the first show was it was almost like they were blackout drunk at 7 p.m. or 8:30 p.m. Yeah, I'm like, how do you get this drunk this early in the night? So I was like, I gotta go watch my kids after this. So <laughs> you're like, is anybody staying with them? No. How old are they? They're three. Yeah, three. I timed the nap out perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I also took a little bit of their medicine. That's why I'm a little fucked up right now. <laughs> if they wake up, they're just thinking that the rapture took place and, <laughs> and everybody's gone. Dude, I used to be that much in fear as a kid where if I woke up and my parents weren't accessible right away, I thought the rapture had happened and I was stuck here and they had gone to heaven and I was still stuck on earth. What? How old are you? Oh, little kid. Little kid. Man. Yeah. See, my my thought process when things like that would happen would be like, oh, my mom finally left my dad. <laughs> Not because they had a bad marriage. She would just threaten it all the time. You know oh, what I, mean? yeah. so I would just be like, ah, she finally did it. Good for her. You know? <laughs> was, was, was that something that you that she would threaten at like family dinners and stuff like that? Oh, yeah. I wish really? it was only at dinners. Dude. Really? It was like all, she, she'd be like, I'll take half of everything. And he'd be like, just straight up like that, like, yeah. right, right to the hole with it. And, and then he would say, he would say, do it. And you'll spend the money in a week. <laughs> <laughs> so your parents are not still together. Well, my dad passed, but they were together the entire time of, really? of his life. Yeah. Toward, it was so funny though. Cause my, my dad would be on his deathbed. He'd be like, I'll pay you to go away. <laughs> I'll pay you to leave me alone, please. <laughs> wow. Greeting death with open arms. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I just want some quiet, please. Please. How, how long since uh, he passed? Uh, March will be, so this upcoming March will be three years. Okay. And what, what did, uh, what did he pass from? Prostate cancer. Ask? Okay. Yeah. It was a, it was a bad one too. It was crazy, but not the good kind. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe it may, I mean, some men th may think it's cool when he died, his balls were the size of my head. Really? Which some guys may, that may be coveted. I mean, <laughs> You weren't taking selfies and stuff. <laughs> I thought about. I swear to God, I thought about it. Yeah, I was yeah, like, y'all yeah. gotta check this out, yeah, dude. Yeah. Yo, my dad's got some huge balls right now. <laughs> Yo, your gas station pills are not doing this, dog. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah, this is the real Rhino Triple XL or whatever. <laughs> the blue Blue Chew wishes they could get my dad on contract. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, that's that's crazy. Uh, does that uh, does cancer run in your family at all? 
Yeah, yeah. Every uh, every dude in my family, starting with my grandpa, has passed from prostate cancer. So you're at least aware and on the lookout for yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah. I started yeah. getting like prostate checks when I was like 25. So they started yeah. super early. I get I get all my testing done every six months. So yeah. if it happens, which it will, you know, hopefully we'll catch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, when I this is completely different, but. Uh, um, when I had, um, I had stage two melanoma, mm. um, it was weird because nobody in my family has a history with it really? at all. So it really came kind of like out of nowhere. Um, but luckily, uh, caught it, you know, in the right amount of yeah, time. Stage two. Like yeah. Yeah. Dang dude. That's crazy. So what about your wife? Does anything run in her family? Uh, no, not, you know, just, I mean, I, our, our family both have like different like health like I, there's some high cholesterol and stuff in my family, but I don't really know what uh, what her. I can't really claim her family's issues on this podcast. <laughs> well, why well, didn't I? Would just wanted to make sure the king was set up for. He's gonna. That thing's gonna be not a chance. Nothing's coming in the way of that health. Oh, he's he's a big boy. He's like a Nordic king. Yeah, my son. Uh, yeah, he he definitely. Uh, right now, looks like he is gonna grow up and be on Game of Thrones. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, he's very, very blonde. Very, he he doesn't have blue eyes anymore, but he he has like he's kind of hazily kind of eyes. Yeah. What, do, what do you mean anymore? It's weird. So when this is something that I, you know, I'm a new dad. I'm figuring out along the way. The eye color that they're born with does not stay, always. Isn't that weird? He yeah. had like piercing blue eyes, like when he was born, and they're not there anymore. They shift. Sometimes, sometimes the eye color stays, but then it sometimes like, like shifts into the eye color that they're gonna actually be born with. See, that's why you gotta pray before you go to bed, or else you wake up you got different color eyes. So like, <laughs> you ever met anybody that has one color different eye? Not a person. I had a dog that had that though. Oh, I had I had a buddy <laughs> who has different color eyes, and it's, really? it's real interesting because you don't know which one to look at. It's kind of like the lazy eye thing. Yeah, like yeah. When you meet when you meet somebody, you're like, which do you want me to look at? Like, do you want me to be progressive and look directly at the lazy eye, mm -hmm. or do you want me to look at the functioning one that's not looking over here? Yeah, that's that's a hard one because just get an eye patch already, please. <laughs> you, you're just pro like getting rid of the whole thing. Yeah, like, just, listen, it's an inconvenience to society and all of us. We don't know which one to look at. Just put a freaking patch over that eye. Yeah, you got to take care of number one first. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's an eye patch pro. Okay. Yeah. So when did you start doing uh, comedy? Uh, so December will be four years for me. So I think it was like 2018, December 2018. Were yeah. you one of those people who? crushed it at their first open mic or bombed it was a little 50 50 because okay. i just i just told a story about uh going shopping with felons now do you still use that joke anywhere in your act no i never really was able to make it into a joke because the just the first time doing comedy i just went up there and told the story it's got like very natural punchlines in it the setups are really long to get to them though but it was just something where i was like man i don't i could mess with it and i have told the story on stage before yeah like since then but yeah, that that was just kind of one of those things where it's like, all right, I'm just gonna go up there, tell that story. If I hate the feeling, I'll never do it again. Yeah, but I loved it, so I was like, all right. How big is your uh, your family? It's me, uh, my sister, my brother, and uh, mom, and then yeah. You guys close? Not at all. Heck yeah! Shout out to the Smiths. <laughs> shout out to the Smiths. Shout out to the Smiths. I got, that are watching I, got, this right I now. mean, I'm probably the closest with my sister because she's my sister is a normal person. 
to an extent. Like she's got a family, normal human behavior. I mean, that's always nice to have a sibling uh, that you can call and talk to that you're like, isn't everything else so crazy around us? You know, just like something to bounce, somebody to bounce off of. I yeah. feel like that's kind of like my sister and I sometimes mm -hmm. like we'll like we'll we'll talk and we're like, yep, this is going on with. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Everything at home. Yeah. And then my, my brother's uh, 40. He lives at home with my mom still. Doesn't have a car. Uh, I, I do have a joke about how he spent $2,000 on a replica proton pack. What? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is that? It, what do you the, mean? The, you... the Ghostbusters backpack. Oh, my. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. he spent like two grand on one, but he doesn't own a car. So he he just I said it was because he thinks my my dad is haunting him, but but my dad didn't like him when he was alive. So, <laughs> dude, uh, that's a lot of money. Yeah. What's what is something that you have purchased? Are, are you a purchaser of anything that is like a a dumb like extravagant thing ever? Man, I gotta tell you, I was at Best Buy the other day and they had nine PS fives in there. And I took one and I just sat it on the counter and I just stared at the box for like 45 minutes. And they were like, we have a credit line. I was like, it's not about the money. It's about whether or not I should do this. Yeah. <laughs> and I just stared at it and I was like, I just don't have the time. No, it's you're like, this will affect my comedy in a negative way. A thousand if I'm, percent. If I'm put, that's why I didn't, uh, when I first moved to Los Angeles, uh, my brother offered to give me the console that we were playing with mm -hmm. uh, back in Kansas. And I was like, bro, I can't. I literally cannot do this because I have to focus. I know that I'll play this a lot if I bring it out there. Yeah, it's a it's a problem, man. Some like it's so addicting for me personally. Like sometimes I work from home and sometimes I'll I'll put the game on and like start playing it and I'm like I'm supposed to be working right now oh yeah so I, I had to like put it in an, it's yeah, in a that, box that's in like another a, room that's like a legit issue yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. so yeah I have a very addictive personality alright there's nothing weird about it I mean <laughs> a lot, I feel like a lot of people who are in comedy have somewhat of an addictive personality mm -hmm. and you can either use that to drive your career and fuel it or you know a lot of comedians have different vices that yeah. they get really heavily into like along the way and then they get kind of sloppy and then their comedy doesn't really progress and it's a whole thing it's a, the harder they lean into anything else other than being addicted to comedy the the less comedy they end up doing yeah so yeah. you you really have to be like no this is the the feeling that i love is like you know coming up with a punchline or a tagline like just right there in the moment and it's like ah and it's like i live for that you know what yeah. I mean? like that's the that's the feeling i want i don't want drugs to make me feel like that i want like that's that's it so for me it's like yeah i'll go do four five things in a night and that's yeah that's good enough for me i have gotten a little bit better over the years of uh if i have a really really good set um to try not to uh force a set at an, an additional spot. Oh, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because I used to be like, no, no, no. I'll do five, six spots in a night, and the like, third spot in, it would be like an amazing set. I'm like, I think I can do one more. That last one, it's always <laughs> it's like, all... it's like going to the casino and like like betting on black one more time, like mm -hmm. after you've already hit. It's like, it's not going to end well. That was me after stand up on the spot because they had a mic in this room. We did stand up on the spot in the red room, and then in here, they were doing the mic, and there was like five or six people in here. And they're like, do you want to do this? And I was like, I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm I'm riding the highest high I've ever had, <laughs> and I'm going to just stick with that. So, <laughs> dude, I loved uh, your stand up on the spot set. That should be out within the next um, month or so, uh, hopefully month or two. Uh, 
and yeah, you had a crush over set, and I really wanted to showcase different Texas comics, and you were one of them that I was like, oh man, I got to get Joey on this because I just love uh, I love the way your brain works and the way you riff and stuff like that. Sweet, thank you, man. No, I I uh, I was fortunate enough to be at the stand up on the spot uh, at Moon Tower that Shane Gillis did, like Ian Fidance and uh, Trevor Wallace. Absolutely fantastic lineup. I had a blast at the show. And um, I had gotten to sit fairly close when Shane was up. And uh, just watching him do that set, I was like, dude, I hope I get to do this show one day. And uh-huh. I got to do it. And that's because of you. So thank you, man. That was, yeah. that was such a cool moment for me. Such a full circle moment. Yeah, dude. Uh, that Moon Tower show was uh, it was a pretty special one. I mean, uh, it's it's one of those things where I, I that lineup, like when we shot it, was kind of right before a bunch of those comics really started hitting mm-hmm. uh and then like yeah a bunch of those sets uh, yeah are, are really fun to watch but yeah i'm excited for uh people to see your set on that once it comes out i think it'll be really good for you it'll be dope yeah i, I that's honestly doing that i was kind of like man do i hate stand-up comedy and i just love improv oh <laughs> uh, yeah 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 oh no it, it could that's the thing with like riffing and stuff like that uh is sometimes me, I've had habits over the years that I've had to break where I'm like, oh, I'm being too riffy on some of these shows where I got to work on some of my jokes now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I try to balance it in the hour now uh, that I do like on the road where it's like, you know, I'm, I'm doing crowd work and riffing, but there's like the main chunk of the show mm-hmm. is still material. Yeah, the, the riffing with no material is is a blast. I really like riffing in the material too, though. I just kind of like, you know, bring up the, the setup or whatever yeah, yeah, and then yeah. just... But that's for some reason that's so much harder than not having a topic to riff on. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when you're just like, I'm gonna riff on this particular joke, and that, or if you're just like, oh yeah, watermelons. <laughs> Let me tell you about those. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have an opinion on those things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you grow? Do you uh, your family grow up uh, religious? Anything like that? No, we went. I think we went to Catholic church like three times my whole life. Every time the mortgage company would send a letter, we'd go to Catholic church. So what, what do you mean by that? <laughs> they would be like, "Hey, we're gonna take your house." <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> oh, that's that's when. <clears throat> yeah, we'd go pray. You turn to God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we'd go pray, and then you know, <laughs> the, uh, my dad would get like a random bonus or something. Shout out Obama, and uh, <laughs> we wouldn't lose it. We wouldn't lose the house. But yeah, that was always like that was always so funny to me because I could see right through it. You know what I mean? I was like. You guys are, we're going to leave here and you're going to go be the worst people in the world. You know, you're going to go pawn your wedding rings for that TV or whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I knew that I didn't really fully understand um, religion uh, when I used to treat God kind of as a genie. Like, I used to pray <laughs> to him for like uh, literally like game gears and stuff like that. I'm like, mm-hmm. God, if you want me to have this, that'd be pretty cool, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, not understanding the concept of God as a kid at all. Like, mm-hmm. being like, you pray and like, People say things happen, right? <laughs> you know, like that's that's what I want to believe. Man, I, I I remember the first time I prayed like for real, like I I need this for real. Like it was down on your knees, like doing yeah, the whole thing, yeah, crying the whole thing. Was uh, some chick told me she might be pregnant? And I was like uh, sixteen. Oh my goodness! And I was just like, at the time, I thought I had a football career, which is hilarious, by the way. <laughs> like, it was just so funny. I'm I'm five eight. <laughs> like, I was like five eight then too. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, my football career is over, and, and just you know, she wasn't pregnant. But it was just at the in that moment, like a week later, I looked back on that and I was like, dude, you got to do better. <laughs> you like, you got to do so better. So you you were having sex at sixteen? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
unsupervised, man. It's, my family was like, just you know, do you, man, have fun. Well, better than supervised. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Family's looking in like, all right, that's our boy. <laughs> yeah, he they're... is gonna go pro in football. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look at the hands on that kid. <laughs> grapple, grapple. <laughs> <laughs> Sixteen, dude. Wow, that's a uh... man. You're like barely figuring yourself out at that age. Yeah, yeah. It was not the smartest thing I've ever done for sure, but. You know, did you did you have a a, a sex ed class at, at your school or anything, dude? So I'm from this tiny small town called Shirts, Texas. Uh, Shirts, yeah, S C H E R T Z. Um, they their their uh, sex ed was on. Um, they brought in the projector. It was the kind where you like laid the clear plastic over the thing and it would like project it in oh, black yeah. ink you know what I'm talking about yeah 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 so it was just one of those and it was like an outline of a, a penis and an outline of a vagina and then they were like hey just shower you guys gotta be showering and so like most of our sex ed was about personal hygiene to be 100% honest with you whoa and then it was such a small town that like you know you're 16 you're bored you know what I mean like it was like that was mainly what was going on where there was just nothing to do in that town yeah and they yeah they, I mean we graduated high school and then they built a skate park that's like the size of this stage, so. Did you ever skate? Oh, dude, I was always the fat friend that was just happy to be there. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> like, like, jo- like joking around, like, dude, that was awesome. <laughs> dude, that's great, you landed that, that was so cool. Yeah, Remember was, when you landed it? I was like, I could keep up with the guys on the board if we were just like riding or like bombing hills or yeah. whatever, but as soon as they were like, like leave the ground, I was like, what? Yeah. Let me do what? You're crazy. I remember there was, I don't know, I mean, maybe this is just to spread awareness or whatever, but there was a gay man who came to my high school who gave a speech that was like, hi, I have AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> and he literally was like, uh, like AIDS is a very mysteriotyped thing. Like, like, and he's like, I've been living with AIDS for 20 years or whatever. And it was just like basically, you know, them trying to combat the idea that if you get AIDS, like you're dying right away. Yeah. Because it was still, even in the 2000s, like in the Midwest, like people are like, you have AIDS? All right. That's a death wish. That kind of thing. And he's like, you can be gay. And there's things like, it was like, it was like pretty, like uh, for the Midwest, pretty liberal. Yeah. You pretty know progressive. What I mean? Yeah. Pretty progressive. Uh, and I remember watching this being like shocked because I went to a private Christian school and I was mm-hmm. like, this is insane. <laughs> this is some next level stuff right here. This place is hardcore. The girls are, they got their boobs out. This is wild, man. <laughs> no one's in uniform. This place, yeah. this place is just anarchy. This is what anarchy feels like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, well, uh, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead. Dude. I was going to say, what were the other biggest shocks going to the, the, the public school? Uh, just how much more attractive everybody was. <laughs> Dude, I thought I was, like, hot at my private Christmas school, yeah. and then I, I went to the public school, and I was like, oh, dude, there's, like, <laughs> like, like, all these girls here are so much hotter than our hottest girl at the school. And then also, I looked around, and I'm like, dude, why do all these teenagers have six packs and stuff, and they're, like, freaking ripped? Like, I just, you know what I mean? Like, like real, you, you see like the whole society all of a sudden mm-hmm. you're like oh this is where i'm actually at like it like in the in yeah. the scale of things you you Even as level an athlete, everything i thought i was like the best athlete ever what right? was your sport basketball mainly in soccer nice um but then like when i started going to public school like the skill level was on another level yeah you know what i mean yeah. They have like real funding for the sports programs and stuff yeah. like that. They got the jerseys and the Yeah. 
Yeah. What was the Christian school like? It was like a, just hand-me-downs for 20 years kind of thing? They, I mean, the jerseys were not renewed every year. It was definitely one of those mm-hmm. things where you, you know, and I think now that's more common. But back in the day, it used to be like old jerseys that you would like maybe get lucky to pick certain numbers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. For football, I guess, is more common. Um, but I think with basketball, with the way things are now, I think they probably get jerseys that are brand new every single yeah. year and stuff like that. I know that when I was in high school, we, or at least I, so I, I was on the freshman basketball team, right? And there, you didn't get cut from the brush, the freshman basketball team. You just made like the B team or whatever, you know right, what I mean? Right, like right, all right. the freshmen played together and we, we played this game up in Austin as a, a Lake Travis and I had just stretched my earlobes to be like a, like For a, a zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had just gotten a, a zero, which is about the size of your, the tip of your pinky, right? Ooh. So, yeah. so that was like fresh in there. Now, when you do that, you can't just take those out right away. No. They heal up pretty quick. Yeah, they heal up. They stretch. They, you know, if they're really not ready, they may bleed. You never really know, right? So, I, I get to this game, and I had like shoulder length hair, so I tried to cover my ears with my hair. One of the refs sees the 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 plugs in. He's like, "You got to take those out." And I was like, "All right, man." So I, I took them out. And my ears just profusely started bleeding. So I go to the bathroom. I'm using the jersey to, like, stop the bleeding on both sides like this. And then, like, I look down, and the jersey is covered in blood. The pants are covered in blood from me wiping it on the pants. And I'm like, I ruined this this uniform. This is so bad. And then I was talking to someone a couple weeks later and they're like hey man whose musty ass uniform is this and it just had the blood never came out it was just <laughs> there's just brown blood stains all over the uniform and they were like who wore 55 last game and I was just like <laughs> I don't think I want to play basketball anymore to be honest I got a football career yeah so, you know what I'm saying? yeah 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 <laughs> dude I would I would have loved it if, if they um, made that like an urban legend that happened, you know, with that jersey. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you didn't hear? <laughs> oh, he was ground into the floor like hamburger meat one time with both teams trampling over him because he missed such a bad shot that both teams stomped on him to death and he bled out in the jersey. And that's what happens when you miss your free throws. <laughs> <laughs> one free throw missed, you will get cut not only figuratively but literally at this high school. <laughs> they're just standing. They're just standing next to the free throw line with like a like a little box cutter. Like, come on, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what you gonna do, huh? Hmm? You miss it. They start with a little one. No, do it again. No, no, you got this. <laughs> so just like it's like a torture school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, do the do the math problem. Yeah. <laughs> uh, favorite barbecue that you found in Texas? Oh man, old three hundred out in Bernie. Bernie, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what city is that? What what cities is that between Bernie? I don't Bernie think I'm is with over that. near um, like Fredericksburg, which is like the peach city of Texas, where it's like you know Fredericksburg peaches. If you ever see like someone on the side of the road, it always says like Fredericksburg peaches, even mm-hmm. though they could be from Walmart. They're gonna say that. Yeah, uh, but it's it's like right outside of there. Uh, Bernie has literally nothing in it other than it's just like a small town in Texas that is on the way to Fredericksburg. So okay. uh, Fredericksburg also has, uh, people go there for, um, uh, what's the name of it? It's a something, something mountain, but it's essentially like the largest granite stone in North America. So you gotta go. Yeah. Oh, Enchanted. Enchanted Rock. 
boom, got it. Pulled it out, dude. Yep, Enchanted Rock. It is the uh, it is the largest, um, I guess, single piece of granite, and it's huge, dude. It's it's a hike. It is a hike. Let's go back to real briefly that pregnancy scare at sixteen. <laughs> How did she bring this up to you at sixteen? Because that is some pretty heavy news. Yeah, she. <sighs> I'm trying to remember exactly. <laughs> like, exact- did she pass you a note like in school? It's <laughs> like I might be pregnant. Check yes or no if you'd be upset. <laughs> I re- I remember now that you say that because it was childish. It was it childish? Because we rode the bus home together. Oh my goodness! And Just she, literally children having sex with each other. It, it was my bus stop, and then she was the next one. And so she just told me right before I got off the bus, and I was like, "What?" And she's like, "I'll text you." She's like, "Dude, I just imagined her being like, I- I'm pregnant." <laughs> the door's closing to the door. I'm Wait, just what? Standing there? Yeah, yeah. You're breathing up against the glass. <sighs> well, she didn't say she thought she was. She was just like, "There's a possibility." Oh my goodness! And then you know, you fellas, you grow up and you know, they always they always say that it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like a true gentleman who's had a bunch of pregnancy scares. Fellas, on the real, real, like on the down low, like, you know, they like to, you know, play with our emotions yeah, since yeah. they're going through it Stay too. Stay up, King, all right? At the end of the day, you're going to be fine. <laughs> Your nine months are not going to change. <laughs> Yo, man, like, honestly, it's just like a little bit of an inconvenience for you for a while and then you'll handle it later. Yeah, you got this. It's like getting a loan. You know what I'm saying? You're going to pay it off. I love I like uh, an infomercial for expecting fathers. You know what I mean? Let's do that. Like, Are you tripping? Hey, are you tripping over something that you might have let loose recently? Are debt collectors calling you and expecting things? Is that debt collector maybe your baby mama? Is he talking about financial and time restraints? Listen, have we got the program for you? Pull out. Pull out. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an infomercial for pulling out. But it, but it's uh it's it's pull out like P O L L. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's also sponsored by uh Rock the Vote. <laughs> <laughs> it's like voter die. Yeah, pull yeah, out. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Dude, that pull out P O L L out would be such an effective like voting campaign. Yeah, dude. Hey man, you gotta pull out. You gotta pull out. Hey man, in today's world, it's 2022. It's time to pull out. <laughs> you into women's rights? Pull out. <laughs> that is that is activism at its at its highest regard too. That is, you know. I mean, that's a. I feel like if you are able to hook people in a way with something very simple like that, that's mm-hmm. you know. Well, let me hook these guys. Hey, send me a dollar. <laughs> This but, what, but what's the hook? <laughs> yeah. You just said send me a dollar. Hey, let me hold the dollar. <laughs> Dude, I love that. Can I hold that for you real quick? Hey, let me hold that dollar. <laughs> yeah. Dude, we had some of the best Mexican food that you took me to oh, uh, yeah. outside San Antonio that blew my mind. And I hit up my Mexican buddy, uh, uh, Gil. Shout out to my, my, my hermano Gil Garibaldo. Nice. Uh he long time buddy I told him about the experience he goes oh you've never had Mexican food in the hood <laughs> he's like that's like every spot like in the hood like yeah. has that set. cause I was like dude they did this crazy thing <laughs> where they poured nacho cheese over flaming Hot Cheetos <laughs> but it was in the bag he's like 
Yeah, bro. Like that's I was like, but they had corn not on the cob in a cup. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, bro, come on. Man. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, that's pretty standard. But dude, I was like, dude, it was really good. I was waiting for the right time to tell you this, and I'm glad you brought it up. But they listed that place for sale. They're moving locations. No. Yeah, yeah. They're moving they to moving? where I was raised. Essentially, is where the new. They're gonna actually just move from that spot entirely. How mm-hmm. far away is it gonna be? Like 25 minutes north no, from there. No, it was so close to. Oh, yeah, that, that man, was gonna be like my one of my go-to new spots in San Antonio when I went there. And it's still gonna be it's still gonna be something because it's like the business is for sale. So like the the new one is gonna be Eric's Tacos Number Two, gotcha. but Eric's Tacos is still going to be there. But in the agreement for purchasing it, they said you have to bring your own staff, <laughs> so because they're taking everybody with them. Also, why do you know this much about the deal? I'd be looking at places for sale. <laughs> Yo, your boy be out on Zillow business. <laughs> Zillow business a thing? Uh, it's a what, what was it called? It was like uh, like B two B or something like that. Was, yeah, I just yeah, kind of yeah. wandered onto the website and I was just like, dang, dude, I can't believe they're selling it for this. It was like four hundred thousand dollars, and the rent six grand a month. Dang. Yeah. I was well, like, I mean, they do move a lot. I mean, it was I probably they're asking that much because it's established mm-hmm. like as a hot spot already. Yeah. But that's a lot of money. Yeah. And, I mean, considering you still got to pay rent. I mean, if they own the building, yeah. that'd be one thing. But yeah. but guys, this is literally we're talking about a taco truck that's in front of a tire shop and then the second half of the tire shop has like a little dessert stand inside of it. Yeah. And then there's yeah. there is a dine-in area that I've never been. I don't think it's real. They, there's a front to it, but it's just like a TV set. There's yeah. there's not functioning like the forks are like how do you have fake forks? They, they they're just like cardboard cutouts, <laughs> yeah. like pictures of different things. Or there's like, only one loaded in the machine, so you like hit it and it comes out, and then that's it. There's no more. <laughs> there's an old dude cardboard cutout inside, <laughs> just just sitting, just there. sitting there ordering. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But they're all cutouts from like other businesses, like the like the Applebee's uh, Dwayne Johnson one. It's just like that's the cashier. <laughs> Shout out Applebee's, dude. Shout out to Dwayne the Rock Johnson, always hustling, <laughs> always on that grind. Uh, ter- try his new tequila, Terramana or whatever it is. What's one thing you think he'll never get involved in? Ooh, trafficking. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I could see that. I could yeah, see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he does. But he do be making kids movies. So sus. <laughs> uh, you know, I really think, dude. I really think he is going to try to run for president someday. Yeah. It's already. They've already hinted at it. I think in two more terms from now, I think he's seriously going to run. Or the one after 28, 32. 32. I think he's running in thirty-two. Yeah, I really do. I think I think he drops it in the twenty-eight to see how he does, poll-wise versus. Are you hearing some of these weird cracks that are really freaking me out? A couple times it's happened. I didn't want to say anything. Okay, one of them happened over there, and then one of them just happened up on the ceiling. And like, at first I thought it was you know an old building that was just kind of settling. That was not. It was a very specific noise it sounds almost as if you're moving the lights and it's like the plastic like, like somebody's moving stuff underneath yeah. yeah dude it's the daytime comedy club ghost dude do you believe in ghosts man i wish i did yeah but i i, I just have a hard time with it <laughs> the camera starts levitating <laughs> yeah like i mean it would be cool though but for me it's just like you've never felt anything 
No, not not anything personally where I was like that was something greater than I am. <laughs> or, or you know, <laughs> that's just a guy who's egotistical who doesn't believe in ghosts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I'll fight any ghost. I'll here. fight anything. <laughs> it's just air, dude. My fists are gonna beat air every single time. Oh, you can make it float. I can use it. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry that I'm still amongst the living and I have a body to use. Oh, my bad. Oh, sorry, I still get to taste food. Ooh. <laughs> sorry, I still get pregnancy scares at 16. Hey, but we all do. <laughs> Yo, uh, call one eight hundred. Pull out. Pull out. Pull out. Pull out. Drink. <laughs> <laughs> that new trap music. Pull out drink but if you but okay if the ghosts were real what do you you believe in ghosts i do what would you tell the the comedy club daytime ghosts to get them to chill out uh you're not gonna make it uh <laughs> <laughs> you just open mic the ghost dude <laughs> i'm just like listen next it's not happening dude it's not happening it didn't happen in this last <laughs> lifetime and it didn't happen in this one so it's time for you to this is your th this is a way of you finishing your business right now you gotta go i'm really hoping if there is a heaven that we get there and there's just no desire to do comedy anymore you know what i mean like, wouldn't that be the best <laughs> wouldn't that be the best everybody found fulfillment in yeah. other ways yeah and then, but you get to hell and it's it's actually just 12 comedy clubs in a row dude and just, yes you all open comedy. my comedy <laughs> dude i think if you know that could be personal hells for comedians. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. also, here's the thing. You are having to watch the open mic, mm -hmm. and you keep thinking that you're going to go up next, and then the host keeps coming by and telling you, we had a drop-in. But just the drop-ins are horrible. Oh, yeah. Over and over and over. He goes, no, 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 you're next. Satan might have a good sense of humor. <laughs> He's been around long enough. Where he's played some horrible tricks on, you know, a lot of us over the years. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how I want to end this podcast. <laughs> Open your scripture to Ephesians twelve thirty six. <laughs> uh now I'm really curious. Uh Gage, let's put in Ephesians twelve thirty six. <laughs> I'm really curious. This will be like a fun fortune cookie thing. I wanna know what Ephesians twelve thirty six is. I didn't even know that was a real chapter. Mm-hmm. Is that, are they chapters? Ephesians comes after Galatians. Galatians. Okay. See, dude, I, I've only went to Bible study a couple times. But you said you're more Catholic, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. But I only went to Bible study a few times. And, and one of the times uh, they were like, all right, turn to this. And I just sat there like going through pages. And yeah. I think that was like the first time I ever felt social anxiety, like a social anxiety that was like crippling because I just didn't know what I was doing. I felt so out of place. And it's like something that everyone around me kept so sacred. And I'm over here like, this is a big ass book, dude. Uh, you're telling me to find one chapter in this book, dude. Like, oh, like, <laughs> yeah, you, you got anxiety because you didn't know right where to go to it. But everybody was like, and I was just like, what what page well, number they is used that? To, you know, when I was you know uh, growing up in the church, there was different songs and different things that um, kind of monikers that you would to, to remember the different mm. books of the Bible. I don't think I can name them anymore, but I used to be able to do it pretty good. Better man than me, dude. I mean, I'm going to be open micing it in hell. It's just me and Ralphie May taking a ton of stairs. No, he's in heaven, <laughs> man. Oh, he is heaven. He is in heaven. Come on. But maybe he wants Come to on, hit a mic man. every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's like, you got to go down quite a bit of stairs to go hit that mic, but you know. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever get to meet Ralphie? I did not. I did not. Oh man, gem of a guy. I've he, heard uh, nothing but great things. Yeah. He, the old talent coordinator, coordinator of the store, he used to yell at him and call him the N-word for not passing me. <laughs> Gem of a guy. Gem of a guy. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't been passed yet, and he's like, what are you doing, man? That guy's funnier than all these guys you're passing, man. <laughs> Just like going to, to bat for me that's amazing yeah that's yeah. amazing uh yeah i ended up getting it on my third time showcasing but he said that he wouldn't do uh he wouldn't do uh the uh what was it he wouldn't do the original room of the comedy store until i was passed whoa that's he's taking like, a stance he's like i keep doing the main room but i'm not going up in the or wow yeah that's that's putting the hammer down dude yeah that's cool yeah Shout out. He's in heaven. He's in the next level of heaven, too. Oh, yeah, dude. There's a, it, the, the Texas scene has has really curated a lot of awesome comics over the years. Yeah, awesome comics, good communities, and Very several good. different cities. I think that's what I like about uh, about your guys' scenes here, like whether it's San Antonio or Houston or Dallas or Austin, is it fosters like a community that really reminds me of when I started comedy out in L.A. Because mm-hmm. you guys are like, like tight-knit. You're about you know, what's the best joke, helping each other out with tags and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And like, that's how you build awesome, strong scenes. Yeah, yeah, the tag helping. Also just holding people accountable too, just being like. Yeah, you like, I mean, I had a bunch of the people who I, I really like on this upcoming stand up on the spot in Texas, but uh, like Tony Casillas is one of those guys who's an uh, up and comer who is really strong. CJ Landry, who I've used a bunch uh, for featuring for me over the years and opening and stuff like that. There's just like a good community of you guys that I'm like, these are like the next guys who are like coming up in Texas. It's pretty cool to watch. Yeah, hopefully, man, hopefully. And and it's just getting better too. It's like every, I, I would say two years from now, there's going to be a lot of people in Texas where it's like, we're getting pulled for feature spots yeah. all over the country. So. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I like it. Well, how can people find you on social media and all that stuff? Hit up my Instagram. It's this is Joey Smith. And if you want to send me an email because you're over 40, you can send me this the same email at gmail.com. Uh, and hopefully you guys like my stand up on the spot set. And uh, I love you. Dude, love you, brother. Thank you so much for doing the show. Check out this is Joey Smith. Leave a comment. Show some love for Joey on either here or his Instagram. And uh, catch him performing in Austin and the surrounding areas and uh, upcoming festivals and all that stuff. He's, he's going to be all over the country. I think that you're going to be one of those guys who people are going to be seeing a lot more of. So. Heck yeah. I hope so, man. Thank you, guys. Love, love y'all. You. Bye. Bye.